If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your Circle of Influence. I am your co-host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. We are so delighted that you are here. Um, and, you know, I love that this episode, we always say that you're we're delighted that you are here, and we are. But I think that the, the reason why this is a special um, episode is because I think we've gotten to, like, the the bottom line of the bottom line of the bottom line. I think any any high-performance leader, ultimately, the bottom line is how do I become a better, a best version of myself, and how do I evoke that in other people so that my circle of influence also rises as I rise? Wouldn't you say, Amy? Absolutely. And it's it's such a great conversation that we're going to be having today, this conversation around your best, most authentic self, because... Um, we try to create success backwards, right? Like so often we're trying to create success and we're trying to look back at, well, this worked in the past or it didn't work in the past, or these are the mistakes that I made. And we look behind when we're trying to create what comes ahead. I remember one time I was struggling in my business. I had just really hit a plateau and um, didn't seem like whatever I did, it didn't seem to make a change. And I was speaking to um, I was in a, at an event and I was having an event there. And then another gentleman was having an event there and we were talking afterwards and he became my first mentor, but we were talking and I was just telling him, you know, the kind of some of the things I was struggling with. And I said, you know, I just need to figure it. I just need to figure it out. I've just, there's something I need to learn. There's something I need to do. And he said, or maybe there's something that you need to remember. Mm-hmm. Is there something you've forgotten that was creating success before? Mm-hmm. And as I went home and I like, it was one of those moments where your brain is like, what, you know, like I just didn't even know what to do with that. Yeah. And then I came home and I started thinking about it. And what I had forgotten was that I am a being of success. Like I am a divine creation of God. I'm going to be successful. I had been successful and I was believing this story that my current challenges were kind of defining my success. And so it was such a powerful breakthrough for me. And I'm really excited about this conversation today, because this is what we want to dig into is that there is a, an easier, better way to be able to create success. So Karishma Makani is a high performance coach and she is our expert today. We're going to go ahead and bring her on. Um, for over 15 years, she worked as a, as a, trainer and as a coach for executives. And then she transitioned into her own business two years ago of high performance coaching, um, really being able to help people create a better quality of life, be more passionate about what they're doing, get rid of those feelings of overwhelming anxiety and stop believing the lies in order to embrace their highest purpose and best self. So Karishma, we're so excited to have you on with us today. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, both of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, 
we'd love to hear about this transition because in two years, you really have built your business up very quickly. So do you want to share with us how and why you decided to get started and maybe just a couple tips on how it built so quickly? Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll give you the, the quick background. Uh, so yes, like you mentioned, I was in corporate for 15 years and my last job, um, I was uh, essentially coaching executives, leaders on how to maximize productivity, reducing overwhelm and get results in their business. Uh, and I was so good at my job. <laughs> they gave me more work to do. And I started working about six, uh, six days out of the week on average. My twins were seven. I was working remotely. I'd actually like manifested this ideal job. It was ideal for a while until there was, it was too much of it. And I'm like, oh my God, right. <laughs> here I am telling everyone how to have balance in their life. And I found I had no balance in mind. The more I pushed back, um, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't working for, for the management. And so, um, you know, sometimes life happens, uh, life happens that gives us signals and signs. And I always believe life is happening for us, not to us. And I started having physical health problems uh, connected to the anxiety that I was experiencing. I started, you know, I'm, I'm usually the bubbly person in the room. I'm the one who lights up the room, even if it's a virtual room. And I found myself just really feeling depressed, anxious, exhausted, stressed, and then also having these uh, physical symptoms in my body that were preventing me from being functional, literally, in my job. And I had to make a decision. And uh, after about a, you know, six months, or so thinking about leaving, I decided that I couldn't physically handle the stress anymore, made a decision. And right when I decided I was going to tell my boss, he, you know, came around and said, Hey, you know, can you babysit this pain in the butt client even more and start traveling to see them on site. And it was such a black and white, like, of course, I'm not doing that answer. And I said, very, <laughs> of course, but um, it, it was the impetus for me to leave my job. And so I, now it's like, okay, now what am I going to do with my life? And what I really want is time freedom more than anything else and to live life in my terms. Mm -hmm. But the truth was, I didn't believe I could do it. I didn't believe that I could make six figures or more working for myself. And essentially what happened for me, uh, and this was two years ago, is uh, for the next year, I was essentially um, getting certifications, uh, doing things to amp up my coaching creds, if you will. And, um, and everyone that came into my life and we just transitioned into a massive move with me from California, Florida, and everyone that I met in my life essentially became clients, but they weren't paying for my coaching. So I was giving and giving and giving and giving away for free mm -hmm. as a result, um, making massive impact, but then feeling depleted because I wasn't, there was no energy exchange and they would show up kind of half-assed because they weren't vested energetically with money right. or anything time right. um, and that was basically a year and mm -hmm. so when COVID happened last year um sometimes when you ignore that voice that voice gets really loud inside of you like it's time to step up and do something about it already mm -hmm. and um that was my rude awakening it's like I just can't, I need to do something I need to really do this make this a business do whatever it takes and when the pandemic hit and there was fear and doubt everywhere I really stepped up and decided this is who I am this is what I'm going to do and I made the decision to get um, my business coach. And essentially over the, the next less than a year, I was uh, able to cross over a quarter million last year in my first year of my coaching business. And I'll be, I'm just two weeks away from the actual anniversary of my business. So it's, it's really exciting. It's been amazing. 
I love what you're sharing here because it, uh, you know, what you're saying reminds me of a Bible verse that un unless you become as little children, you will never be able to enter the kingdom of heaven. And it sounds like how you built your business was really surrendering that part of like, you know, when we're children, I, I, when I was a child, I was not thinking about whether how my mom got groceries in the house or how she paid for it. How did dad pay the bills? How did my tuition get paid? It was like the how was handled. And my job was just to move around the parameters that, um, you know, of certain things that you just take as an of course. And um, and I love what you're sharing here because it sounds like that's exactly what you did. It was like, okay, what is what is the result that I want to create? And how do I move in that direction? Because if it's not aligned with that result, then I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get the result. I love that. So so what would you say are like the top three tips that you would give to um, our audience based on the work that you've done, all the coaching that you've done with people, et cetera, et cetera? What are the what are the top three tips that will get us to uh, embodying and practicing the best version of ourselves? Yeah. It's a great question. Um, so top three, the first thing that and I'll just tell you what I did and what I coached my clients to do is first of all, make a decision from that future version of yourself. You know, we're taught in the Western world, especially to use your analytical minds to make decisions and to say, okay, the last time I took a chance, I failed. But if we start taking, just making decisions, if we make decisions from that space, we're always going to fail. If we're connecting with that voice inside of us, that voice of our soul, the voice of yourself, the voice of God, that gnawing intuition that doesn't stop talking, that's telling you to do something more. If we really start connecting with that and making decisions aligned with that, now we start creating miracles. And I, 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 every decision that I've made when it came to my business in the last year has been around decisions from that, that higher self, that higher version of myself, that future version of myself. And the clients that I bring on that are all in, they make decisions from that space too. So that's the first thing. The second thing is to surround yourself with people that have already done it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my coach, he's consistently making six figure months. And, you know, for me, it's not even about the money. That's the beautiful part. It's not even about the money. It's just showing up, being authentic and going for it. Like, and I don't know what it is, but it's like, how can I impact more lives? Like, that's the question I ask myself every day. How can I receive more? And there's a beautiful quote um, by Michael Beckwith. He, I've been sort of binging on him on Mind Valley, but he talks about this primary question to ask yourself, how can I give more today? Because in order for me to give more, law of reciprocity says, in order for me to give more, I need to have more. I need to serve more. I need to receive more clients so I can give more. And so my primary question is, how can I give more today? Because that's who I am. And the third thing I would tell people is, Make decisions for the future version. Surround yourself with people that have already attained your goals and, um, and really work on the inside, that internal voice. And it's that internal voice. I think people are, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs are focused on what's the how, what's the strategy, what's mm -hmm. the business. The truth is I'm part of this coaching program with, some, with a lot of other coaches. They barely see five to 10K months consistently. That's the truth. So even though I, you know, this coach happened to give me the roadmap for me, my business kind of went on a tangent from the roadmap, but I surround myself with him because I believe he's done some really cool things and I like sort of my tribe. But more importantly, it's like, I got to connect with who I am, but I also have to have my mindset straight. I have to get my psychology straight. If I'm living in fear and doubt, I literally had a client last week. So one version, he told me about like the two little demons on his shoulder. One is like, 
<laughs> you suck and here's your fear and here's your doubt this is who you are and then the other voice was like no you're meant to impact all these people and help them from sexual trauma and all these things and he literally had that yo-yo in his head all the time mm-hmm. and it's like you know i gotta get my mindset straight so that i'm aligned to that powerful version of myself so now i'm all in into my decisions not one foot out the door and now my results start reflecting that sort of being one foot out the door I love that. I love that. So much good stuff that we're sharing here. And on that beautiful note, we are going to go to our commercial break. And when we come back, we'll have our listener challenge. So stay tuned, everyone. You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. If you are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration, and strategic relationships, go to yourcircleofinfluence.com forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles. Welcome back, everybody. We are back from our break and we have a listener challenge for you. We've been having a lot of good stuff and a lot of good questions. So we want to kind of whittle it down for you in something that is actionable. So I want you to think about a decision that you've been struggling with or maybe procrastinating on. And I want you to think about if you were already the future version of yourself that would just kick ass on this decision. (laughs) If either you were already that version or if that version were your mentor, (laughs) what would that version of yourself already know or tell you to do, or tell you to think about, tell you to consider, and how would they move? How would that higher, better version of yourself move with this decision that you're struggling with? And feel free to journal about it, but uh, but we would love to hear uh, what you came up with. So, you know, when you, you can also um, co- make a comment and tag us at, on Instagram, your circle of influence, and let us know, because uh, this this is this is what decisions and strategy is made of, is, is you spending time with yourself in your best zone of genius and making sure that you share and you lift as you climb. How do you like that, Amy Walker? I love it. And, <laughs> you know, I love a good breakthrough story. So make sure that you let us know. Yeah. Um, let us know in the comments. Leave us a review. We love, love, love hearing from you guys. All right. So we're going to go, Karishma, into our quick or lightning round. These are our quick answers. So just, we're going to ask you your, our questions here and you'll just give us top of mind, whatever pops into your head. So number one, what is the business best business advice that you've ever received? Your network is your net worth. And that is absolutely true. <laughs> Get rid of people that are going to hold you back guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. All right. Second question. What inner dragons have you had to slay on your path to success? I kind of mentioned this in my story, the fear mm-hmm. and doubt, um, the belief that I couldn't make money working for myself, but I could only do that working for someone else. That was a huge one for me. Yeah, that's a good one. That was a big one. Uh, Karishma, who is your current business girl crush, a woman that you just respect and admire who's killing it in business? You know, this was a really hard question for me to think about because I don't like follow the whole business coaching world too much. Maybe I should have given my industry. I don't know. But what the first person that came to mind was Gabby Bernstein. I think of her as extremely influential. She talks about alignment, flow, surrender, and all these cool words that we've used in the yeah. last few minutes. 
So really kind of creating this massive movement and being a, 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 an amazing influencer, sort mm-hmm. of following her soul and her path and given her old story of like addiction and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's a powerful story. So Gabby Bernstein is the girl I'm going to go with today. Awesome. I love that. What is your number one door that you want open for you right now? I'm really passionate about women empowerment. Um, and I know what it's like um, to struggle. I'm a busy mom. I wear many hats. I have two businesses. I know what it's like. And it's so easy to let all these other roles and responsibilities um, affect our ability to, to live our dream and to live our purpose and to live our path. So what I'm really passionate about is you know, empowering women, empowering moms to really step up into their dreams and, and do the thing that their heart really desires. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are on that team, pro women empowerment. There's so many good things that we can do when we help each other and support each other and lift as we climb. So love it, love it. Okay, next question is when you have achieved all of your business initiatives and objectives, what's your next level of contribution? How do you really want to leave your legacy? So one thing that I've really been doing uh, consistently since October is I give away a lot of money towards girls education in India. And I've literally tied all of my business um, outcomes, webinars, client sales, anything that I do around business. And I give away money every time I show up and I do my work. So I, you know, I don't even consider this, a, it is my business, but it's what I do. Like mm-hmm. even if I stopped bringing in clients, I'd probably still doing Facebook lives, Instagrams, Insta stories, like podcasts. I'd be doing this anyway. So I kind of believe when you're doing what you love, it's not really work. I really, it feels like that to me, but I would say more contribution and more impact. And impact isn't always um, related to like, you know, in that world where I don't have to bring in money coming in, I would just sort of keep impacting lives and then still find a way to give away more money. That's that's what I want to leave behind. More money, more education, and more people that see that there's so much light outside of the darkness. Oh, I love it. I love it. A woman after my own heart. Okay. So how can people get in touch with you? So my website is probably the best way. Um, it's coachkarishma.com. It's K-A-R-I-S-H-M-A. There's mm-hmm. no short version. Sorry, guys. Uh, coachkarishma.com. Feel free to check me out. Uh, subscribe to my newsletter. I'm, I literally send out just tons of free value, free coaching every single week, multiple times a week. And if you feel connected or called to connect with me and just talk about your business, talk about what's going on, how I can support you, there's a way to contact me uh, using my website as well. Awesome. Well, we so appreciate you being on. Now is the fun part where Monica and I say, what was our biggest takeaway? (laughs) And mine was absolutely the question that we gave in the listener challenge. In fact, I wrote it down just for me, even before Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. It's that concept of when you're getting ready to make a decision, checking in and saying, well, who is making this decision and influencing it? Is it past Amy with her fears and failures, or is it future Amy who knows it's all going to work out, Mm. understands the power that we hold and understands the journey that we're on. And so I love that. I think that's beautiful advice. That's gorgeous. Uh, The thing that I I would echo that and then also add, because I don't want to have the same answer as you, Amy, (laughs) I would add that, um, you know, just a great reminder of um, walking by faith isn't this Pollyanna thing that um, that requires 
denial of reality or that requires that we don't use common sense. It has nothing to do like with anything like that. It has to do with, you know, just trusting myself and that, um, that the gift or the calling that I, that has been put on my heart. Um, I don't, I don't believe in a God that would put a desire and a dream in my heart and then not also give me the mechanism. Right. So when, with a vision comes the provision. So I love that reminder. Mm, I love that. You know what? There's one other thing that I want to add in here. Um, you can look at it and say, okay, getting to a quarter of a million in two years, that's really fast. Actually though, the first year was really slow. And I love that you didn't make any money the first year. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I, I really want to point that out because I think too many entrepreneurs in the beginning, if they don't see the results really fast, Mm -hmm. then they think, that it's not coming and they doubt the vision that they hold in their mind and in their heart, instead of having faith that it is coming. And when it, when it clicks into place, it's like the floodgates open. And I've seen that so many times and so many times in my business. And it's important to understand that the reward that you wait for is no less enjoyed than the reward that comes quickly. So I think that is a just beautiful reminder as well. Like stay the course. Don't lose faith in the vision that God planted in your mind. It's coming. You just might be needing to learn a couple of things before those floodgates open so you can handle it all and manage it all. And sometimes that is the lesson. Sometimes the lesson is humility and, and, and patience. And there is no other way to get the lesson about patience unless you have something to wait for. <laughs> yeah, I don't love that part of learning patience. Mm-hmm. You know, like give me naughty toddlers and I am incredibly patient, <laughs> but give me like a goal that's not coming together in my timeline. And I'm like, mm-hmm. can I have the I know. other patient? How dare God be late on my timeline, Dagnabby? <laughs> oh, well, we so appreciate you being on here with us today, Karishma. Thank you for sharing and for your wealth of knowledge and expertise. Um, and everyone, make sure that you go and, cor- and connect at coachkarishma.com. And we just want to thank you all so much for being here today. Thank you for your time. Thank you for trusting us with your uh, sacred brain space. Mm -hmm. And we hope that we get to fill it with good things for many, many more episodes to come. Thanks, Mm -hmm. everyone. Thanks, everybody.